You're listening to Alpha Health and Wellness Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Haley Schaff, where I'm here to empower you to become the alpha of your health. Welcome back to episode 70 of Alpha Health and Wellness Radio. I cannot believe we are already at 70 episodes. This is crazy. I, this weekend, Nick was out hunting, and so Friday was just a crazy busy day for me. I was working virtually all morning long, and then I went into the office in the afternoon, which typically on Friday afternoons, I don't. I try to kind of give myself the afternoon to catch up on things and just kind of decompressed before going into the weekend. And I caught myself on emails, kind of in sympathetic drive, do, 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 go, 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 almost until like eight o'clock at night. And that is typically not like me. I do not answer emails past seven. I get off social media at about seven. I, I really just, I really set that boundary for myself. And I found myself on Friday all day long. I'm like, fight or flight, go, 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 help, 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 listen, 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 heal, 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 like just doing all the things. And then I really didn't even like have that downtime on Friday night. And then I started watching like a documentary or whatever, and it kept me up later. And then I had a lot to do on Saturday because my mother-in-law, we went into the office and we completely like redecorated. I hung some shears like to cover the really harsh fluorescent lights. And I mean, anyways, it was it was a really great day, but then like I woke up or towards the end of the day, Saturday, I'm like, I just feel so drained. And then I woke up Sunday and I kind of had a sore throat and I was like, wow, you know, like it's so crazy how quickly my body tells me that I've pushed it too hard. And I definitely felt it. Like I did, I got like six hours of sleep on Friday night and that's again, not typically like me, but after a really busy week, kind of just being in like the stress state. And although I love what I do, I love my job more than anything else. Like I do find myself in like a fight or flight mode a lot because I'm like working, I'm answering pot, I'm answering emails, I'm doing DMs, I'm doing content creation. And when I'm doing all that stuff, like even though I might be in like comfortable clothes and like whatever, I'm still kind of in like drive mode. And I found myself in that mode a lot last week, especially just because there's a lot of stuff going on with my business. I'm really, I've got, I've got a lot that I'm planning to bring, especially into the new year and just like continuing to level up the protocols and different things that I offer. And so I've just really been grinding on a lot of that, but it definitely catches up to me. And so I kind of had like a 24 hour cold, my throat hurt. I went to bed super early. Like I felt fine. Otherwise a little runny nose, but like I knew that it was just because my body was a little run down, but I figured that on today's podcast, I really wanted to just share things that we can do on a daily basis for immune protocol. And then if you do get sick, things that you potentially can add in. So I'm going to be sharing things that I personally do. So this podcast is by no means medical advice, but I do just want to share some things so that one, we can live more of a preventative lifestyle. Like, you know, you don't have to get sick and be like, oh crap, now I have to do all the things because I haven't been doing anything. So just kind of some things for you to think about on that front. So the first thing I'm going to say is that we are constantly, constantly exposed to an array of bacteria and viruses all the the time, all day long. I do believe that with changes in season, with transitioning into fall, winter, we do become a little bit more prone to infection. We are inside more. We are outside less. We are not getting adequate vitamin D. 
we're cold. And so like raising body temperature and sweating and heat is just something that naturally kills things. That's why we get a fever. And so that's why in the summer, you know, illnesses like that are a lot less. I do think a lot of it has to do with, uh, I think a lot of it has to do with vitamin D status, which is why I'm huge about getting in the summer because it is a fat soluble vitamin, which means it can be stored in our fat tissue, which is great. Um, you know, but then we also think about this time of year and this time of year is loaded with candy. And then we've got all of the desserts and treats and things and alcoholic drinks going into Thanksgiving. And I'm not just talking about one day, but most of this is like drawn into like months and months, right? Cause you've got Halloween and then you've got like all these fall things going on. And then you've got Thanksgiving, which that can be like a potentially depending on how many different ones you're going to. Some people celebrate like three, four days in a row. And then we've got Christmas, which Christmas in itself is almost like the whole month of December between holiday parties just get togethers, which is so great. And I think that like the community aspect and togetherness of it all is just incredibly healing in itself. But then we think about, like I said, the alcohol intake and all of the sweets and all the treats. And when I say moderation, those things, I don't mean all the time, you know, and because, because these things do impact us. And so I, it's, it's hard because like, I want people to enjoy obviously the taste of the seasons, but also kind of know how certain things affect you. And that if you are feeling more run down, like how we can support our immune systems. But I mean, and, and I just think that it's incredibly important as we go into this year. Siri thinks that I was talking to her and I was not, um, <laughs> sorry about that. I'm not sure if you guys could hear that on my watch. For some reason she started recording me. Um, but anyway, so in terms of immune support protocol that you guys can follow, um, kind of throughout the winter, again, this is what I personally do. So you can take what I do and you can fit it into your lifestyle as you need. Again, this is not medical advice. I'm literally just sharing what I do for myself and how it benefits me. Um, and a kind of what reminded me to do this podcast one is the time of year. Like we had our first snowfall today and two, because I kind of felt a little run down and I felt myself get a cold and it's just so crazy how, I was able to like within 24 hours just feel totally fine. So um, some different nutrients and things that are really important. And I feel like I've talked about this a lot on the podcast before, but just really basic, really, really basic nutrients for our immune system that we have to think about. Vitamin D is first and foremost. I will link the vitamin D. I'm, make, I'm gonna make sure I make notes so that I include all of the links in the show notes for you guys. Um, I use a vitamin D drop. It's got like an MCT oil carrier. So I use that. When I'm sick, I typically take like 10 to 20 IUs per day for like, I will not take 20 IUs multiple days, like weeks and weeks. But if I am getting sick, I will high dose myself. Again, not medical advice. That's just what I'm doing. Um, but typically depending on what your vitamin D status is for most people, especially in the Northern climates, about 10,000 IUs seems to be a really good place to be. If you are again, more Northern, you don't have, uh, access to, to vitamin D. Um, that's kind of a good place to be five to 10,000 at least, depending, especially on how much you got over the summer, if you got any over the summer and also kind of going off of your labs, because that is something that can be measured is your vitamin D level. And so that is important to know. So vitamin D is incredibly important. The next one, especially for, um, just, I mean, even common cold, but 
for COVID. Um, vitamin C has been shown to be really helpful. So there's some people who are like, well, vitamin C doesn't help. Well, in the hospital, they're only giving like 500 milligrams and 500 milligrams a day is like nothing, especially when you're sick. I personally dose up to like 1000 milligrams three to four times a day. You can sometimes take more than that, but um, I personally, that's what I do is like a thousand milligrams and I just take it like kind of breakfast, lunch and dinner or three times a day, just because I find that that's kind of the dose that works when you take, when you kind of split up a higher dose into three medium sized doses, I find that tends to also do better to the digestive system because high dose vitamin C can give, uh, loose stools. And when I say higher dose vitamin C, that's by no means anywhere close to the dose that you can get with IV vitamin C, which that's amazing. That's an incredible, um, alternative therapy to cancer. Um, it's, it's, it's really fascinating if you haven't learned much about it, but, um, so if you live kind of near like a functional clinic, that can be great. Um, vitamin C is super, super important. So like I said, I'm, I'm typically doing like a thousand milligrams, at least two to three times a day, depending on like how sick I feel, which I haven't quote or knock on wood, I haven't been down and out. Um, in quite some time, but I, I do think that it is a good thing when our body kind of shows us, Hey, like our throat's getting a little scratchy or like we're having a little stuffy nose because it shows that your immune system works. Um, like for people who never, ever, ever, ever get sick, I'm like, mm, you know, that that's not necessarily a good thing either. Cause when we are sick, that's also a, a way that our body rids of things. And I also am wondering, because I've been working through a parasite protocol, if that kind of also is factoring into all this, cause I've been passing a lot. So, I mean, I'm, there's a lot of factors that go into these things. So vitamin C is important. Zinc is also hugely important. I take the zinc chelate from standard process. Um, you need a practitioner to get standard process, but I will put, um, my practitioner code in the show notes so that you guys can get it. I really like this one because it's whole food based. So like when you do supplement with zinc, there can be a worry of like balance, imbalanced zinc to copper ratios. And with, the zinc that I take, the zinc chelate from standard process, it's all 100% bovine liver that they're extracting the zinc from. So you really can't overdo it, which is nice. Um, I really, really like that one. I, when I'm not feeling good or when I feel like I'm getting sick, I take about like 40 to 50 milligrams at maintenance dose. I probably take like 20 to 30. Zinc is also something I use a lot with people who have hormonal acne or higher testosterone or just like that chin uh, jawline-based acne. It's really helpful for that. It's really good for your immune system, but it's it's great for acne. Um, just as a side note, but zinc is definitely something I have on hand. And there has been a lot of studies, especially with COVID and zinc and how incredibly beneficial it is. And so a good pairing to zinc is something like a zinc ionophore, which is something like a quercetin. So quercetin's kind of something that helps get zinc into the cell to, to be antiviral and to do its effects there. So quercetin is something that I usually have in something like an allergy protocol that I might put somebody through, but you can get quercetin pretty much anywhere. You can get quercetin and things like gun, uh, garlic and onions, um, more of kind of like that, those like sulfury foods. Um, but then you can always have it kind of in your medicine cabinet. And these things that I'm sharing with you aren't necessarily things that I take all the time. Like I don't necessarily take a vitamin C all the time. I don't I don't take a quercetin all the time, but I do have kind of how like normal people would have 
Robitussin or Dayquil or whatever. I don't, we don't have any of that. I just have this stuff. Um, that's not to say, I guess that stuff's bad. I'm just saying like that stuff's not fixing why I'm actually sick. So I want to deplete or I want to replenish my nutrients so that I get better sooner. And I'm not just covering up my symptoms because that's not any fun. So the quercetin is something that, um, I have in full script. So I will put the full script kind of protocol in there too, but you can get quercetin pretty much anywhere. Um, so those are just like really common baseline nutrients that I would recommend having on hand. Um, I really like a good quality probiotic. Um, I use the Megaspore. I give that one to the animals. Actually, they have a phytospore, which is, it's like the feline or canine version of their probiotic. It's nice. It's got some liver in it too. So, um, I just like sprinkle a little bit of that in their food, but I, I mean, so much of our gut our immune system lives in our gut. So really focusing on good gut health. Um, I always take a good probiotic. I pretty much am always taking one. Um, so that's just something that I might double up or triple up on while I might not feel a hundred percent. Um, so kind of contributing to gut health, um, something that's our body does innately when we don't feel good is we don't feel necessarily as hungry and our bodies has an easier time fasting. And especially, I mean, depending on like how sick you are, like if you're down and out, like you definitely don't feel like eating, but even if you have a cold, sometimes your symptom can be your, your digestion can be a little off or your hunger might just be a little less than it normally is. And I don't see that as a bad thing because your body's not worried about digesting right now. It's literally worried about like fighting and getting you better so that you can get back to your normal life. Like that's what your body's thinking about. And so fasting is something that is really helpful. Um, I didn't do any 24 hour or full day fast, but I did feel that I was fasting longer, like 17, I think 18 hours. Um, I just didn't feel hungry. So I was just listening to my body. Um, I wasn't doing it for like a fat loss purpose. I was just doing it because I'm like, I don't feel hungry. I'm not forcing myself to eat. Um, but fasting is really great, especially while you're sick. And then now obviously that I'm feeling better, I've just shortened that window kind of just back to like my normal 15, 16 hour overnight fast. And then, you know, having like an eight to nine hour eating window and feeling great, sticking to three healthy meals. I've been still doing a lot of bone broth, which that's also a huge part of my immune support protocol. I am obsessed with bone broth. I've been making probably a batch every single week. I have a, um, I have a recipe on my Instagram on how you can make it yourself. So especially with Thanksgiving coming up, if you're making turkey from like pasture raised turkey and not like store-bought crappy conventional turkey, no judgment if you are, but you don't want to make that out of bone broth. You like, if you're going to boil the bones and really let them simmer and extract all the nutrients, you most certainly want to make sure that it's quality. So my dad is getting, again, we've had this for a few years, excuse me. He's getting a pasture raised turkey. And so I'm going to save the bones. I'm going to save the organs. Um, I'm going to boil the bones down and make those. But right now, currently in the crock pot, I just have a bunch of filtered Berkey water in there. I've got a bunch of organic chicken bones from ButcherBox, um, which actually ButcherBox, um, they are giving away, I think, free strip steak for life if you sign up. So I'll put the link in the bio if you guys want to check that out. I really like using ButcherBox, especially for times when our farmer's markets kind of close down. It just gives us access to good quality meats when I can't necessarily get them from the farmer. So I am going to be reactivating our butcher box soon. I'll put the link in the show notes for that. Um, so that you guys can check that out. But I got a lot of, um, organic butcher box, uh, chicken bones, whether they're, they're kind of like a mix of drumsticks and thighs. And I've just got them in the crock pot boiling 
a little bit of apple cider vinegar, probably like three to four teaspoons because it really helps extract nutrients. Uh, a few tablespoons of salt, some turmeric, and some rosemary. And I just let that simmer for about 24 hours. And we're going to have that tonight with as a side for our salad. We're going to do like a bacon and blue salad because I got some lettuce at the farmer's market. They grow it in a greenhouse and just kind of do like other seasonal fresh veggies. But um, bone broth is amazing. If you guys don't want to make your own and you need to find a good store quality bone broth, I really, really like the kettle on fire. They are great. They're the only pretty much store-bought bone broth that I'd get. Not all stores have it, so I do recommend and I will order it online. So I always have some of that in our fridge because the reality is sometimes I just don't always have time to make it. Sometimes I don't have fresh bones on hand and it's just nice to have it if I don't feel like having any meat. It is like the easiest thing in the world to make, so there's no excuse that if I do have bones not to make it. It takes minimal time. But if we don't have bones, I love having that one on hand. You guys can use discount code DrHaley20 to always save yourself 20% on any kettle and fire purchase. Um, so you can always have your fridge stocked. I know I've been having a few people reach out to me who I work with and they've, you know, a few of them have been feeling under the weather and they're just doing a ton and ton and ton of bone broth and it's very nourishing. It's a great way to get in healing amino acids. It's really beneficial for the gut. It takes a lot of stress off the system. Um, and it's, you know, it tastes enjoyable and they, they like it. So that's good. Another thing that's really beneficial that I do, um, in terms of food is, well, this is kind of like a whole food supplement is elderberry syrup. I really like the ones from further foods. I love it. It's, um, it's got some different herbs and stuff in there as well, like cinnamon, it's anti-inflammatory. And for when I don't feel good, I typically take one tablespoon three times a day and that does great. A lot of elderberry syrups that you can get over the counter at the drugstore, at the market, at, not at the market, sorry, at the grocery store are just filled with corn syrup and just gross stuff. They're just like, they might have elderberry in there, but they're just not good. This one tastes good. It's because it's got honey, which is soothing to the throat. It's got cinnamon. It's it's really, it's amazing tasting, but it's not filled with crap. It's got really great ingredients. It's organic. And I always just have that on hand. I keep it in the fridge and I pretty much have it all winter long. And what's really cool about elderberry is it's very, very, very protective against upper respiratory infections, but it's best used actually in terms of prevention. So it's best used as like a teaspoon a day or a tablespoon a day, whatever, in terms of prevention during cold and flu season than it is to help get you better, if that makes sense. It's very interesting. There's a lot of really great research on it with upper respiratory illnesses, so that's pretty cool. Um, some other herbs. I have some loose leaf echinacea that I'll put in tea. I do a ton of tea all the time, whether when I'm sick or not, but I've been doing a little bit of echinacea with hibiscus because hibiscus just has naturally occurring vitamin C. So that's kind of a good combo that I'd use with some dandelion to kind of help just support liver and make sure things are good there. But that's, again, a typical combo that a lot of times I'll do anyways. I more so just double up and triple up on all of the good things that I normally do. I'm making sure I stay hydrated, lots of lemon water, lots of minerals. One thing or something that I definitely become a little bit more diligent about is taking like a hot bath. And in the hot bath, I'll put a drop or two of eucalyptus or breathe, um, which is a, it's an essential oil combo from doTERRA, but it's got like tea tree, eucalyptus, 
really helps like open up the airway passage and in the bath it's just super relaxing because it's like you're constantly breathing it in because of the steam which is great um that's also another hack that I tell people especially if you're feeling congested um like in your head like uh and you feel like you're you're having a runny nose or even getting like a headache from all the tension like a built-up congestion is breathing in steam so you'll get like a big pot of water put a few drops of like eucalyptus or essential oil and eucalyptus is my go-to eucalyptus or breathe and then you put a towel over your head and then you just kind of breathe that in and you don't have to be sick to do that I mean that's just a really great practice it's great for opening up your pores it's great for opening up gunk that could be in your head or nose um, and just really trying to like take nice deep breaths through your nose um, having tissues on hand because you definitely will get a lot of stuff out. Nebulizers are great too. So nebulizers, you can, um, I put, um, I really like putting like some of, uh, the tinctures and stuff I have, like I have a, an oxygen tincture that I really like putting in there. Um, you can put oils in there. Nebulizers are good to have on hand, especially if you're feeling like it's really affecting your ability to breathe. Um, let's see. What else? I, I diffuse a lot of essential oils, but again, I have to be careful diffusing tea tree because the Breathe one that I have that's from doTERRA, it's, uh, it's got tea tree in it and I don't diffuse that with the cat. So I will just like put it in the bathroom and like my shower or bath, or I will diffuse it in the office if I'm in, when I'm in the office or I'll use it topically. I really like using it on my chest, kind of how like your mom or grandma might've put in Vicks on your chest. The Breathe or Eucalyptus has that exact same feel. It really opens things up there. And, um, I find myself putting it on topically a lot. I really like putting their immune supportive blend, which is on guard. I put it along my spine because that's very supportive of immune system. And I put it on my feet too, especially since I'm wearing socks all the time. Cause it's cold. I'll just put like a drop or two of on guard on my feet pretty much every day, just cause it's preventative. Um, I'll either do like the detoxification blend of Zendocrine or the on guard one. It's easy, but putting things on your feet is a really great way to absorb it because of the pores that are in your feet. So that's just kind of good to know. But, um, and, and another thing that I kind of alluded to with a hot bath, um, I use a sauna obviously a lot, um, but I'm just really diligent about using the sauna when I don't feel good because it's just important. Like saunas are really, really great for immune system support. I will link, um, I will link an article that talks all about that. We use the sunlight and sauna, so I'll link that down below. Um, but I use it all the time. And the reason the sauna is so great is because it stimulates essentially like a fever. Um, it's, it, it's, it's increasing those heat shock proteins, which is why our body wants to stimulate a fever. But anytime our body temperature increases, that is decreasing the amount, the chance that, you know, a bacteria or something could live is, is because the hotter the temperature gets, the bacteria or virus or whatever can kind of die off. So the sauna was definitely super helpful. Getting your body temperature up with a bath or a sauna is, is really great. I, I don't recommend heavy exercise when you're not feeling good or even when you're not feeling 100%. It's just not worth it. Um, I also think that's probably what maybe pushed me over the edge on Saturdays. I did a really hard workout. I... See, I did, I did this. I'm not perfect either. Um, I did a pretty hard mat kind of, I pushed myself. I felt great, but I was like, afterwards I was like, okay, yeah, that was maybe too much. Um, but then I didn't, I didn't train the last few days. 
um, because it's just not worth it. But I, that doesn't mean I don't do anything. If you feel good enough, I really, really highly recommend getting up and going for a walk, moving, maybe doing some yoga. Because if you don't, if you like, don't feel horrible to the fact where you just like need to be sleeping all day. Cause if you feel that sick, then please do. But if you feel like it's just a cold, which those things still go around, <laughs> you know, getting out, going for a walk, getting outside. So I was still taking Tala on like miles and miles and miles a day. And I feel like that's just super helpful for me. Like it gets the lymphatic tissue flowing. It helps kind of clear any congestion out. Um, it's keeping you moving, which is great. Um, so I, I highly recommend that, but it's not like I'm going and crushing a Metcon or doing like a hit circuit or doing a Peloton or going for a run. Don't recommend those. That's too much stress to the body. I just got back into lifting today and I didn't do a Metcon. I just did more strength training, Olympic lifting, not even Olympic lifting. There was, they were more just like barbell focused things. Um, and just kind of like easing my way into it, kind of listening to your body. But because I use whoop, um, I can really also help tailor like what my recovery is. So I was never in the red. So the red is like, you've got a very low recovery. Like your HRV is super off your resting heart rates high. Like it's just showing like your body's really stressed. I never got to that point. I just was more lower score than I'd like to be, um, for the days, the few days, like the 24 hours that I felt off. Um, and then I woke up today and I was back in the green, like ready for recovery, great HRV, heart rate and normal range. And so that's a good, that was kind of a good indicator for me. Like I woke up and I knew I felt good, but it, it's kind of nice that like you can, I, I can really tap into my intuition because I know how I feel deep down, but then I can also see it. So a day where I feel off, I'm like, oh, I feel off. And then that might be like a little bit lower of a score. I really like whoop. They are awesome. Um, really great product, but I'm not saying that I go off that, but I'm just saying, looking at those metrics to be like, oh, my body's a little stressed. Like I'm going to, I'm definitely going to take it a little easy, but I will include pretty much links for everything that I talked about in the show notes. And so if you guys have any specific questions, you know, that you always can reach out to me on Instagram. You can always send me an email at drhaleyshoff.com or drhaleyshoff at gmail.com. You also can submit like a, a form on my website, drhaleyshoff.com. Oh, which in other news, I know that my graphic designer has been working so hard and we have done some revamping to my website, just like kind of spruce things up a little bit. So if you haven't went and checked that out, go check it out. He did an amazing job. He just added some like more personalized kind of headers and things and just like made it so much more me. And he's amazing. Nate Frisella, he, if you ever need any graphic design work, he's amazing. You feel free to reach out to me and I'd be happy to give you his contact information. So go check out my website, drhaleyshoff.com if you haven't. Um, but then if you have any other questions, like I said, I'm going to link all this stuff in the show notes so you guys can check out the vitamin D I use. Um, you can get access to the zinc through standard process. You can get access to my full script protocol, which is immune support. I will link my, <clears throat> my immune support protocol that's got like the further foods, the collagen, or sorry, the bone broth, all that kind of stuff, the sauna, the article on sauna stuff, all that stuff is going to be there. So if you have any specific questions, definitely reach out. But I definitely recommend just staying on top of your health this time of year. You know, it's it's not a coincidence that people get more sick this time of year. So without further ado, I hope you guys have a really great uh, Thanksgiving week or whenever you're listening to this, a great rest of your week. And until next time. <laughs>